Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Speaking of contracts, buddy, give me give me a Reader's Digest real quick on your on your uh, kind of your take here on West Virginia with the Shane Lyons dismissal, Neil Brown's buyout situation, obviously, and then I kind of want to we went kind of get into the picks there, brother. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Well, uh, Lyons, from what I've gathered, and I've just gathered just bullet points pretty much, uh, Lyons is fired without cause, so he's due his $4 million buyout at that point. And with Neil Brown, I mean, it's the same thing. They're just going to wait pretty much the next couple weeks. This This sets the bar for the time frame for Neil Brown's tenure because they're going to wait for about two or three weeks to hire a new athletic director, and that new athletic director is going to fire Neil Brown. Now, do you do you think that's an automatic, Mark? Oh, yeah. I'd put money on it right now. I mean, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I think it would go either way, honestly. I, I think there's still an opportunity for the new athletic director to maybe say, hmm, let me evaluate this for a second. Well, Let's not... It depends on what happens, and again, look who we got this weekend. Yeah, K State, who's riding the wave. K State's a bad matchup for WVU. But we've also played them well in the past, though. But they're under Neil. We have. Yeah, I think this year it's not good. It's not good whatsoever. Even if, I mean, I know the fans, they're all going to be. Channing, Garrett Green, and everything. Even Garrett Green starting, they won't be able to top the Wildcats. It's just a bad matchup. And then Oklahoma State, who the hell knows what the hell they're doing? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 definitely a situation right out there down there. They're getting ready to play Bedlam. The water ain't exactly a happy place to be. Right no, now. and and. You know, it's kind of weird because, like, good for them that their program's gotten to that point where seven and three, they're kind of pissed. Yeah. Good for Gundy in a certain that's respect. That's like, I know that it's not good at the moment, but it's like, man, like. But that should be the goal. That should be the goal for West Virginia. West Virginia should be pissed at seven and three at this point in the season. And that's what Neil Brown hasn't been able to deliver. And that's Mark, what- I'd be ecstatic oh. with seven and three right now. Yeah, that's what Shane Lyons was offering. They were like, okay, they were offering six and six or six and three, everything. I mean, they just weren't relying on the expectations that West Virginia fans have and the state of West Virginia has on WVU football. And he undersold it. Neil Brown has undersold it, and the situation we're in. Yeah, I feel you, Mark. I mean, it's it is a situation we're in. I, I don't think it's a hundred percent guaranteed that he's gone. I I, I will say that. Um, but I'll l- say let me thing. ask. I'll yeah. say one thing. Garrett Green in a Rich Rodriguez offense. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but but okay, right. But do you really want to tie your wagon to Rich just because of one player? I want to tie my wagon to Rich because I think he's the best long-term option. Really? He's proven it. I mean, he proved it. If he had that extra year at Michigan, then Brady Hoke took that. I, I, you're right. Brady Hook did win with his players that last year. Yeah, 100%. Been there, they would have been competing for the national championship. He took Arizona from nothing after. Who's the previous head? Stoops? I believe it was Stoops, yeah. 
And then yeah. Sumlin took it over after him. Yeah, Sumlin took it over after Richrod. Yeah, I mean, he, Rich he got Rod, Khalil Tate, man, to be one of the most exciting players in the country. Yeah, I mean, he had great program at Arizona. He couldn't keep his pecker in his pants. <laughs> yeah, Rich, Rich, Rich was um. And he's doing good at Jacksonville State. I've seen he's doing pretty decent there this year. Yeah, Rich is doing well at Jacksonville State. He really is. Also, another name to throw out, Gibby. So. Oh, well, I know you love Gibby. I know you love Gibby. You no, know I love my Gibby. Yep. Hey, Mark, hey, let's. He's the Royals Award finalist. <laughs> yeah, he is. He absolutely is. And, and, man, I don't necessarily think that he would be the worst thing right now. I mean, if we if we have to settle for him in the end. But my thing on it is we could even wait on that and, and see another year Brown and not to pay all that money. That's my only thing. I think Gibby will be there for us eventually, right? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I can see that. Yeah, yeah that's but, kind of the thought. But the uh, it's all it's all about. I mean, the performance on the field. It's about the performance in the pocket. That's true, so, and it's also about the butts in the seats too. Exactly. You want to ask every eighteen inches. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Hey, Mark, two o'clock kick on Saturday. Supposed to be temperatures hovering around 40. Four and six, that's a tough trip. What are we thinking, man? What's the what's the attendance? I feel like it's it from my perspective, what I'm seeing, people are trying to give away tickets right and left right now. I'm gonna be my ass is gonna be on a couch. Beside a fire and a big screen television, not moving. Get pizza and beer. I'll be happy. It's good way to enjoy a college football Saturday. So I mean, yeah. hey, that's the thing, though, right? Uh, now, let me ask you this, Mark: If we are, if we're six and four versus the top fifteen Kansas State, likelihood that you're that you're there a little better. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, hundred percent, but. We're not, and I believe uh, the attendance will be around, hover around 50,000. 50, now, do you think that's what will actually be there, or do you think that will be the reported total again I think type of situation? What they'll actually be there. I still think, think that, but you have the students, got to consider that too. Their uh, Thanksgiving weekend starts yep. Thanksgiving week. So, so that could dwindle it as well. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite soon. I, I always think I've always been an advocate of during the Thanksgiving week games. Whenever we play at home, just sell half of the student tickets to general public. Oh, and and they will eventually once they yeah, go I'm, through the process. But sometimes it's but too late. Why, yeah, but why not? You know. Well, in, in this year, you probably can get him anyway. Um, no, well, Mark, this year, you can find the scalper on the side of the road beside Burger King on Patterson. Hey, just don't try and park there for basketball games, from what I've been told right now. Not working well for people. <laughs> um, so, Mark, while we're on the topic here, Kansas State's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Total's 54-and-a-half. What are you thinking, man? God, West Virginia has been so up and down this entire season, but their ups have been at home. That's the one thing. I mean, I you know I never pick West Virginia games because I always pick from the heart. But, I mean, K-State, they've got a great offense. I mean, Chris Plyman, he's done an amazing job, just like he did at North Dakota State. He's done a great job in Manhattan. And I'll just say this. I'll go over. I'm not pecking the game directly. I'll go over, though. Yeah, so you like the total over 54 in the hook. Yeah. Okay. 
I will say last week, Mark, I really loved this plus plus the eight. I didn't pick it. Um, but once I got in the game and started watching like maybe three plays, you're like, okay, I think we might hang around today. Um, and the, the total was an easy play. I don't know. This week, Deuce Vaughn could go off. I think they've got some good wideouts. I'm not sure they run the ball very well. I'm not sure Garrett Green's just going to make a bunch of plays. They're a pretty disciplined defense. It does scare me a little bit, this game. Wouldn't be a game I'd be rushing to the window to bet, that's for sure. That's why I'm not betting it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I lean I lean toward West Virginia uh, and probably under, but I don't, I don't feel strong about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure – that we're going to be able to just make a bunch of uh, plays kind of backyard style versus Kansas state offensively. And I'm not sure we've got enough playmakers right now. I mean, that's fair. Cause Kansas state, uh, they now have a week worth of game film from Garrett green. So if we throw- they down Baylor to three points, that's pretty good. Yeah. If we throw in green though, I mean, who knows? They might, have a plan for them, they might not. And yeah. If a JT Daniels comes out on the field in the first snap, just watch Twitter explode. Well, I hopefully won't, Mark, so hopefully be there. So I won't – well, I'll probably be able to still check because self-in reception's uh, been a little more available in the stadium this year. Not a good sign. Um, U.S. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually an AT&T. West Virginia Mountaineers. I'm, a, I'm an AT&T guy. Also, go to Little General, people. Yeah, hey, that's right. Yeah, always. <laughs> so, Little General, friend of the show. Yeah, yeah, Mark. So here's 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 kind of where I want to uh, to start off. Here. First game of the day, an eleven o'clocker a.m. Actually, on ESPN two, Navy. Lou Holtz scared to death of them, right? The midshipmen are a 16-and-a-half-point dog down at the bounce house against UCF, the number 20th-ranked team. They're kind of the leader in the clubhouse at this moment to grab that group of five power – group of five New Year's Six bowl berth here. What are you thinking? It's interesting because, I mean, you always have to prepare for teams like Navy – Teams like the old Paul Johnson, Georgia Tech team, teams like Army, you got to prepare for them differently. So you don't really have the full amount of time to prepare. And Navy put up a good showing against Notre Dame last week. So I'll say Navy covers. UCF will win at the bounce house. But I think uh, Navy will cover that one. Mark, I'm – I'm going to go ahead and say I kind of tend to agree with you on that, buddy. I think Navy's playing a lot better football of late. Yeah. Um, they kind of hung with SMU, was was feisty on a Friday night, had a victory over Temple, you know, granted Temple, but, hey, Kurt Warner's son there, EJ Warner, not bad. They hung. Yeah. Hey, you, huh? Dana almost lost to Temple last week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, they're playing better with old, old Warner. I knew you had to get your Dana dig in there, man. Good, well done, well done. I try. Um, I try. <laughs> yeah. I try. It, hey, they played at they played at Nippert and lost tight. And I'm with you. I think they do cover that spread, especially if it steams up any higher than 16 in the hook. Like if it, you get me up to 17, 17 and a half, all in on that. All in. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, and we know how the academies typically are with unders. Um, although Navy this year been a little different. I feel like they've kind of been the one bucking the trend. I might head over on this game with 53 because I don't think Navy's defense is tremendous. And I think UCF still got an explosive offense behind Plumlee. You know, the way he can kind of dual threat it, man. I mean, he has 21 total touchdowns. He's been pretty tough. That's what I was thinking with Plumlee. I mean, I mean, he's a great quarterback. I think he's great dual threat. So I would hit the over hard on this one. Yeah, I mean, hey, Navy, Navy kind of coming back there a little bit. I mean, three and four in the conference, you know, they're they're playing they're they're playing a lot better than I think what everyone thought they were early in the season. So, kind of good good for Navy, you know. When you run when you run a triple option offense, 
Yeah, pretty much have your job security in check. Because have you ever heard of a triple option offense coach in the last 20 years that got fired? Can you think of one? Early on, um, not, it's <laughs> not really. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. You kind of you kind of get a system and you kind of roll with it and the you kind of can. Has only been run in the service academies, Georgia Southern and Georgia Tech. Yeah, so uh, since since the days in Nebraska, you know. Yeah, since the Nebraska days. Oh, I'm talking the 2000s. Yeah, I know, Mark. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's been a but long time. Interesting. Um, Nebraska was good. Hey, Mark, by the way, speaking of Georgia Southern, let's go ahead and knock this one out of the way now, um, and then we'll get to the rest of the slate, too. How about that herd game? Uh, six o'clock down in Statesboro. Marshall's now steamed up to a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Total sits at 54. Uh, I'm a little nervous for this one, for the herd. I think it might be a little bit of a letdown spot. They've been playing well of late. Um Georgia Southern can throw the football around. Kyle Van Treese has been very good this year. He's had a couple of huge games. I mean, 21 touchdowns. He's thrown over 3,000 yards on the season. Marshall's been very good. Marshall's defense is very good, though. So, I mean, I kind of like him in it, but it's an interesting spot. But Marshall's been so, I mean, inconsistent throughout the entire year. The offense is starting, it's starting to click a little bit, though. It is. I mean, I'll give them credit. I mean, that Blackson State game, that was good. But I think uh, Georgia Southern outright money line. Ooh. Okay, plus 158 there. Okay, Mark. All right. I, I, I'll i be honest with you. I kind of would have liked to hurt a little earlier in the week when it was a little less of a, a line. The it Going up and rising is a little interesting. I know Marshall's secondary has been so good this year, but Vantrese worries me a lot. But if they can stop the run and they get pressure to him, that's that's a whole game changer. And they can run the football. And Georgia Southern does give up 225 yards a game on the ground. It's like, can Georgia Southern and Clay Helton there scheme it up like Coastal did when they were ranked in the hundreds there and just literally put 10 and 11 dudes down in the box, essentially, and dare Cam Fancher to beat him? He couldn't against Coastal. Maybe he can on the road against Georgia Southern. So, I, I, I want to go with the herd here. But the, the East is already locked up. Maybe there's a little let down there. Although, I think they're just kind of coming around playing better football. I'm I hope Marshall that. can kind of ride this out. Maybe go 8-4 and four to finish the season. Be a, be a feather and cap. cap. to win is my lock of the week. Georgia Southern to win is your lock of the week? Yeah. Okay. Interesting, Mark. And we're going to actually get to those standings here uh, right now. Actually, we we had to get we had to get a uh, get out the the, the inter in state games here real quick uh, before we. Also, you got to love Clay Helton just randomly being at Georgia Southern. I mean, he's like doing a pretty good job there this year. Quite honestly, he's done a good job, but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would fit the culture of Georgia Southern. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. stay up after midnight and watch Hawaii football. <laughs> Dude, I try not to watch Hawaii football. Dude, uh, it's the worst thing. I mean, anybody that's listening right now, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you're watching Hawaii football, that's probably some number you need to call. <laughs> is the ultimate death for every single gambler's day in college football. Because we uh, always were like, okay, we lost 300 bucks today. Hell, put 300 more on there and we'll get back to even with Hawaii. <laughs> Never a good idea, Mark. Never a good idea. Never. It's a one eight hundred gambler. If you're um, not betting Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so 
on on that note, Mark, you're talking about talking about Hawaii. That was your last and heartbreaking loss of the week. Um, two and four. See, so now, Mark, you sit at 17 and 19 on the year. CJ had himself a three and three week. Uh, I had a pretty good week, but back on your picks, lost a heartbreaker with LSU, the three and the hook. They lost, yeah. they won by three. Tough one. Had Notre Dame Navy all the way. Great pick by you guys. You and CJ both were on that. Um, in the honey hole together there, you know. Um, now, you had Clemson minus seven, pretty easy win. Uh, good pickup there. Didn't didn't kind of uh, get scared of Dabo and those boys in the bounce back spot. Wisconsin, Iowa was tough for you, over 35, and you had a 24-10 game. I thought I expected more out of Wisconsin's offense on that. I knew Iowa's offense wasn't going to produce Jack Schiff. <laughs> but you were just hoping Wisconsin would get you. I was hoping Wisconsin would kind of get me going on that one, but it didn't work out. Well, hey, it, it, it happens, man. I mean. It always does. Yeah. You know, it, it does. It it, it happens. You, you can't. You can't hate yourself for it, Mark. You know, you you kind of you had a reason to believe, and unfortunately, uh, Jim Leonard's offense couldn't keep it rolling for you there. Sound like Bill Stewart giving a pregame speech right now. Hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm trying to help you. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to get you back. Okay, um, and then obviously your pick of Rice, kind of your your squad there, went down to the Hilltoppers, forty five ten. Now, Mark, question real quick. Did yeah. you not know the helmets Western Kentucky was wearing? Yeah, they were wearing the uh, big red. Yeah, the big red, the grimace-looking yeah. character, the eyes. I mean, how could you pick against them that week? Come on, man. I I can't bet against Rice. They <laughs> won with me one year when I was illegally gambling at a certain – we, 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 we will leave unnamed. You don't have to out yourself. That will be unnamed. In Morgantown, I bet in every single one of my uh, parlays, rice for an entire season, and they hit the entire season. So, I'm always, I'm rice all the way. I mean, hell, if anybody wants to send me a rice hoodie, I'll wear it proudly. <laughs> Hey, I know some folks that used to be in the Conference USA office there, uh, Mark. So, never know. Might be able to make that happen for you. Um, man, now, CJ went 3-3, three and three, so he's slightly ahead of you now. You're 17-19. and 19, He's 21-20-1. and one. CJ, 3-3, three and three, had the North Carolina game that he, that he got plus the four with that win. Liberty-UConn over 49 got nuts there offensively and, and congratulations to UConn pulling off that upset and, oh, and getting themselves into the a hell of a job, oh yeah and and getting themselves bow eligible I mean crazy enough um and get them out of that house by the way CJ CJ also had the Notre Dame Navy over now here are the three that CJ did not get here did not get Maryland plus ten and a half not even close Penn State took them behind the shed curb stomped them did everything that you would every adjective you could think of to describe a beat down. That's what happened. Terps were never in that game. Uh, Clemson, U U of L there, the the Cardinals. He had over fifty two in that game. Uh, did not get there. Clemson defensively kind of shut them down. They did not get to that number there, Mark. Just shy of it, but did not get there. And then Michigan, Nebraska, over forty nine and a half. Nebraska did no favors to CJ. They scored no points. Michigan kind of sat on the football once they got the big lead. Three and three week for CJ. Tough luck, right? Yeah. Um, well, I now, now your boy, I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't know if you saw this, Mark, on Saturday, but the under train was was rolling down the tracks uh, Saturday at about 1140 when I was looking at these games. Um, and it went four and two, okay? Had Troy the Troy Army under uh, two teams that, had, you know, good defenses and a coach that knew the option prior. 10-9 final. Had it all the way. All the way. Um, 
had the Louisville Clemson Troy under. Sometimes. What was it now? I said Troy has Daggy sometimes. Oh, hey, they do. And, and man, Troy's got a really good defense, and they've got to have an opportunity to win the Sun Belt West. Um, yeah. L Clemson, right? I yeah. saw CJ take that over, and I thought, nah, I like these two defenses and took the under. Kind of faded my boy there. Um, Georgia Mississippi State under did not hit Mark. Uh, some crazy plays in that game. Leach had the best halftime interview of all time. But not yet. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, he, he ups himself sometimes. Um, had he, the, he never had the interview Bob Huggins right at halftime, have you? I have not. It was – it's been a experience. <laughs> have you done that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had to interview Huggs at halftime. It's like, well, what the hell do you think you were doing? We're shitting the bed down there. <laughs> Dude, his halftime interviews are priceless. They really are. Um, absolutely priceless. I love Huggs. We got oh, yeah. night and sun gospel thing together. Yep. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> hey. So Mark and Leach, Leach got kind of on that huggy, kind of on that huggy vibe, right? Um, I also hit LSU Arkansas, the under sixty two. Saw that kind of they were trying to freeze the field essentially, and thought I'm gonna roll with an under in this one. Um, also had the Oklahoma WVU under, saw nasty conditions. Kind of thought hmm, this could be a weird game for us. Might hang around. The one I didn't get though. Marshall App State under 48 and a half and actually settled at 49. There was back to back, uh, a blocked punt by Marshall, back to back special teams touchdowns with a blocked punt by Marshall and then a turn kickoff for App State. And then the game kind of sat there after Marshall responded. God bless Vegas Booker. I don't know. Yeah. How they do it. How do they do it? Um, and now, now, Mark, after, after that week there, another winning week, 27 to 15, brother. Having a good one so far this year, um, and so kind of excited now to uh, let's let's kind of get in. I'll go ahead, but take a little bit advantage of you. Yeah, you might have to a little bit here. Uh, it's it's you it's know, it's a, been been good. Look, take a few uh, shots. Yeah, t- hopefully we get a few winners. So we get into the noon window here, Mark, and our first contest that we want to kind of look at here: ABC Illinois. Heading to Michigan. The game before the game, right? Uh, Michigan's an 18-point favorite. The total sits at 41. I'm going to tell you right now, I like Illinois to hang around in this football game. I'm going Illinois covers, but Michigan wins. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think the – the yeah, we're in agreement there on that. Everything with Michigan, I mean – they're really powerful, but still has some strength, and a Belima team is not going to just go down fighting. Oh, yeah, and and their defense is very tough still, even though they've had a bad little run of it of late. Yeah. Uh, they're still a very, very stout defensive football team. I think they'll make Michigan have to throw the football a little bit more with McCarthy than they've had to. Yeah, and sure. I think that, you know, DeVito – is good enough to kind of take a, still, and allow Michigan to not be able to totally, totally key in on Brown. So I think it'll be a tight game. That's all you can say. I still love Coram. Oh, yeah. And I think in the end, Coram will make a play or two, and Michigan's defense is just a little bit better. Um, that total is at 41. I don't want to get involved with that, though. No, I'm not even touching that with him. Yeah. Oh. But I do love Illinois plus 18. I think that's a really, really good play yeah. uh, noon on Saturday. So, Mark, the next one here looking at it on the Nooners down there in Waco, right there on the right there on the river, on, on the Brazos, uh, the Horn Frogs, number four, trotting into town. In the playoff at the moment, the Purple Frogs are. They got two more to go. I think this is the spot, though, Mark. Oh. Baylor, two-and-a-half-point dog. Total sits at 58. I think this is the spot for Baylor. What are you thinking? I'm thinking – I think TCU needs to make an impression, and they know they need to. 
So this will be their opportunity. I think they will get the two and a half. But still, I'm not really sold on both offenses just yet. So I'm going the under 57 and a half. Hmm. Oh, so you see 57 and a half. I've got it up at 58 here, buddy. I'll, 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 give you a, I'll even give you a, a chance of a hook here. <laughs> so... No, but I'm with you, man. I mean, I, I could see how you could – how you're fa- looking at the under in this game, yeah. especially the way TCU played against Texas, the way Baylor's been most of the year. You think they'll rebound off the Kansas State debacle. I could see that. And at home, yeah. I like where your head's at there, Mark, with that, with that under pick, um, especially if it steams up a little bit more as we get closer to game time too. I could see that happening as well. Um, now, really though, man, you, you look at – a lot of these other noon games, man, I mean, you know, the SEC is doing their whole week where they don't play anybody tour. Uh, so Austin Pay in Alabama, if you want to get involved with that, uh, nah. knock yourself out. Um, Louisiana, Florida State, 24 points for the for the Knowles at home as a favorite. Yeah, I don't love that, far. man. I've had no read on this Louisiana team all year. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, Mark. Mark, any interest here in taking a couple pair of double-digit favorites? Now, both are at noon here. SEC Network for Florida Vandy. Florida 14-point favorite on the road. Or you could take Liberty as a 10-point favorite at home against Virginia Tech this year. And the only reason I want to bring that up is because the Hokies are 2-8. and eight, and we got to talk about that, right? I could never bet for the Hokies. For anything, so you're laying the points with the Flames. I hate them more than Pitt, so yeah. Bounce back spot for Liberty. Yeah, go Jerry Falwell. Yeah, (laughs) bounce back spot for Liberty. You freeze. All the rumors are still swirling. Ten does feel big for them though, but they're still going to be up for that game. And I called it there a couple weeks ago, talking to CJ. I said, watch out for UConn being a slight trap game for for Liberty because of them playing Virginia Tech and that being a big deal, even with Virginia Tech not being good. And it, it proved to be correct. Look out uh, tomorrow night. I think uh, New Mexico will cover 14 and a half on San Diego State. Ooh, throw me a little Friday winner there real quick, Mark. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Um, I want to say My this real quick. Played football for New Mexico. So. Yeah. I feel you. Go with the Lobos. Go with the Lobos. Um, I'm going to take the candy and take Vandy Mark with the 14. They beat Kentucky there in their in their last game. A, a big win for them there at the grocery store. We're going to get to the Cats here in a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, taking the candy with Vandy, 14 points. They're coming off that win. I feel like uh, Coach Lee there has done a pretty good job. With, with his team again. Yeah, Clark Lee, uh, the way he was able to take his team, and you can just tell his passion for Vanderbilt because this is his alma mater, and they were able to be a ranked team like Kentucky. So I feel like he might have something going a little bit down there in Nashville. Yeah, kind of building on it, right? Like, hey, yeah. Mark, join me and take the candy and take Vandy, buddy. It's 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 a phrase that'll uh, sweep the nation. Um, yeah. Hey, man, you got anything else at noon at all? You or Do you want to go back to the well with Wisconsin's offense against Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got yeah, Northwestern Purdue. Oh, man, you got some stinkers in the Big Ten, man. I mean, you got Northwestern Purdue at noon. Um Purdue's an eighteen and a half point favorite. I have no interest in that, uh, and I don't. I will not, not feeling great taking the uh, the purple the purple uh, cats of, of the north there, northwestern uh, up there in Chicago land. But I, I I don't love I don't love Michigan State either. Indiana. This Pat Fitzgerald's program man is tough. So eighteen and a half is a lot of points. Um, like hey, Mark, yeah. Indiana, Michigan State, man. Do you have any interest in laying the points with the Spartans? Kind of getting a little improved play out of them of late? I mean, I feel like uh, Mel Tucker, 
he's really kind of playing for his job, but what can you say about playing for your job when you're guaranteed $90 million if you get fired? So, he doesn't Charmed really life, have, buddy. Charmed he life. He doesn't really have much of an incentive. <laughs> I'll still go uh, Michigan State. After Penix left Indiana, I don't really know what to think about that team. It's a matter of them trying to work the transfer portal. Yeah, trying to get a little better there. Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you, man. Tucker, it's like, what's he got to? What's he got to lose? They lost Kenneth Walker too. We're seeing him blow it up in the NFL, so that's part of it for oh, yeah. sure. I mean, he was so good on the ground. Hey, one other last nooner here, Mark. The only reason I want to say it is because it's it's kind of intriguing when it comes off your tongue. Duke seven and three. Four and two in the league goes to Pitt to take on the Panthers. Six and four, three and three in the conference. Pitt is a seven and a half point favorite, and the total sits at 50. Give me Riley Leonard and the Duke Blue Devils on the road to cover that spread. That's you're going to find that in my Saturday Sixer there, buddy. I promise you that. What'd you say the over under is? 50. Love that over. 50. I'm going over. Just because yeah, I don't care. With my God's honest heart, say Pitt's going to win. <laughs> it's not allowed. It's not allowed. We we know. We know the saying. Not allowed to say. We'll hear from Luke here in just a second. He's terrible. We'll hear from old Luke Bryan here in just a minute there, Mark. He, he, he <laughs> likes to say something for us. Eat shit, the one o'clocker, though, and I'm going to bring it up because it's your Rice Outs. They're hosting the Roadrunners at UTSA. Uh, meep, meep. And Frank the Tank Harris. UTSA is a 13 point favorite on the road, Mark. Are you taking your Rice Outs again? Always I might, I'm, I might be going against you, buddy. I'm, I might be. Always bet right. Yeah. No reason, no logical reason whatsoever. Yeah. They're making me take Washington State, Arizona, by the way, in my pick and pool. Uh, I don't love the line. It's four points for the Cougs. Uh, I'm probably going to take Washington State on the money line. Yeah, Washington State. Yeah. Arizona coming off the big cover. Yeah. I mean, Arizona's coming off a nice little week last week, but I just, I'm with you on that. Um, we also got to talk about another two o'clocker here Houston and East Carolina. The Purple Pirates, a six point favorite at home, hosting Dane and the Cougs. I know where you're going, Mark. I'm probably going to join you. Do you really want me to talk about Dane Holgerson? <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm going to take the Purple Pirates and hold airs. To find a way to win, for sure. Um, I've also gotten my ass kicked and gotten kicked out, literally kicked out of a uh, Outback Steakhouse in Greenville, North Carolina. <laughs> Good times. Good uh, times. Good times, yeah. Mm. When we were young. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Weirdest game of the week. 2-15, ESPN2, Oregon State. At Arizona State. What the hell's going on out here? They're trying to focus a little bit of attention on Oregon State. I mean, obviously the Pac-12, they're going to be struggling this year for a potential playoff berth. If USC doesn't win out, they're screwed to the nines. So Oregon State, they're playing for, like, the Cheez at Bowl or something like that, Holiday Bowl. And they want to focus on that because it's an ESPN Bowl, ESPN Broadcasting. So they want to focus the attention on it. Yeah. So they got Oregon State there for that. Just a little bit of money grabbing from ESPN. Hey, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Oregon State... Uh, 
was really on a hot streak there. Lost that tough game on the Friday night at uh, at Husky Stadium against Washington. And you see Washington kind of explode again. That big win versus Oregon. I'll, uh, I'll say one thing: the Johnson Smith at Oregon State. He's done one a hell of a job. He really has hell done an amazing job. job there. Yeah, I'm really impressed because I was noticing that today people were talking about, or in the past week, people were talking about Jeff Saturday hire with the Colts. And Jonathan Smith, he was nothing more than a position coach being hired by his alma mater, Oregon State. And within a couple of years, he's done a great job. He's built the Beavers up to be contenders in the back 12 here in the near future. Oh, absolutely. It, it Sometimes you got to have the right guy at the right time who believes in the program. And if they stop uh, Xavier Valade, the Wyoming transfer, who's coming and had a pretty good year for Arizona State, they're yeah. going to probably get their eighth win on Saturday yeah. and, and do it earlier than normal, um, Mark, at 2.15 start time. So let's get now into the 3.30s, okay? That's, yeah. you know, the meat and potatoes of the day. Uh, and you want to talk about this one earlier. CBS, the number one ranked dogs, going to the big grocery store there. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> the number one ranked dogs going to the big grocery store there. Take on Kentucky. 22 and a half point favorite is Georgia. Totals at 49. Mark, what are you thinking here, buddy? I'd play Kentucky to cover, but I play the over easily. Georgia offense, too, too damn strong for a damn 49 point uh, over under on that one. I think I agree with you on the total because I think Kentucky will score some points because Rodriguez is a pretty good back. Levis has some skill. Yeah, they've kind of sputtered, but they might they might also be able to make a play or two, be really up for the game. I think they were looking ahead, obviously, last week against Vandy when they lost that one. Uh, and so I think Kentucky will hang. 22 and a half is a lot. Um, it is. I, I think they'll that's, cover that. I really do. Hey, you know what else, Mark? I'm going to take another team uh, getting 20-plus points at home, Maryland. I know they laid that egg against uh, Penn State, but they're at home against the Buckeyes. 27-and-a-half points is the spread there for the number two-ranked Buckeyes on the road. I like Maryland to cover that. Um, I'm torn on this one because – the Buckeyes that are obviously going to be looking forward to next week for the game. And I think that's what gets them, buddy. So, that one hurts me. Yeah, uh, big, big time look ahead spot there, you know. I'm going Maryland cover and under. Under 63? Yes. Okay. Maryland cover, it, under 63. I think that's probably a fair pick. Because they'll probably try and run it on Ohio State defense with him be a little bit. They're gonna but, they're gonna play it a little easy this week because they know the game's coming up next week. So yeah, and it's it's the one that really 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 matters, and they really really want it after last year. Um, Miami Mark at three thirty goes to Clemson. Clemson's still well, in the top ten. They're I'm, a nineteen I'm point not favorite. Anything. Yeah, taking yeah, taking taking the canes. No faith in the canes you have there, Mark. Not all about the U. And uh, Clemson has completely torn that program apart already. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Hey, we got another nineteen point spread here. Penn State goes to Rutgers. Do you think Shiano and the boys could actually cover that? I don't think so. Nope. But I don't really want to get involved with it either. I yeah. kind of like a total of – I ain't putting any money on it. But. I kind of like an over, though, in that game. It sits at 45 at the moment. Ooh. Could I, see, like, I kind of like that, too. Yeah, I could see Rutgers – I like the over on that one. Yeah. The over 45 on Penn State Rutgers. 
Absolutely. I could see could see Rutgers getting a couple touchdowns and, and then Penn State just rolling ass on everybody. <laughs> they've been playing well. I mean, number eleven now in the playoff poll. Uh, and really played played until the fourth quarter against Ohio State and Penn State. Um Mark, another team ranked in the CFP poll, your boy Gibby calling the shots for that defense. Number 24 ranked NC State goes to Louisville at old Papa John Cardinal Stadium there. Louisville's a four-point favorite. So we know what it means, man. If you're an unranked team spotting a ranked team, we got to go with the unranked team, right? Louisville minus four, is that the play? Or are you going to lay your allegiance with Gibby? I'm like my boy, uh, you know me and Max Fear boys together. So, I'm going with my boy. Let's go Wolfpack. Don't turn you back on the Wolfpack. Yep. Hey, I'm I'm with you on that, Mark. I think this is one time. I mean, Malik Cunningham's good, but I think NC State might find a way here. They've been finding a way a lot here lately when we kind of doubted them once they lost Devin Leary. So. Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. Yeah, Leary, losing Leary has been a little bit of doubt. And that BC, that was a complete anomaly, I think. I'm at it, but I think they'll bounce back. They'll uh, get their asses kicked. I mean, as far as I know, Gibby will give them uh, kicking the ass. Yeah, and I mean, he, he's going to try and light them up. He'll light him up. He'll light him up definitely on defense. So, also, we'll play the under in that one. Under 45, okay. Yeah, I'd play the under because I think Gibby's going to, like I said, give him a kick in the ass. I'll play the under. Hey, I got another under for you at 330. Kansas Kansas hosting Texas, 63 and a half. Give me the under and give me the Jayhawks plus the nine as well. Yeah, give me the under on that. I'm not touching the the, uh, spread, though. Yeah, I mean, you got Texas bounce back spot. You got Kansas. Kansas has not exactly been playing like they were early season Kansas recently. That's true. The quarterback situation as well. I mean, they've been playing hard, though. And everything. But they've been playing like normal Kansas. But like a normal Kansas and Super Mario Brothers that just got a mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like Kansas has been playing this season. So, yeah. It's pretty Uh, much spot on for them. Yeah. Hey, Mark, I got a couple games at 4 o'clock here for you real quick. Cincinnati, number 25 now in that poll. So kind of sneaking around on UCF a little bit there. It's potentially a group of five team that can make it back to the New Year's Six. They go to Temple. They're a 17-point favorite, and the total is 51. I love the under in this game. Really? Billy, cold. Temple maybe plays a couple plays, makes a couple turnovers. It just kind of doesn't get crazy. I don't think Cincinnati's offense is that phenomenal. I do like EJ Warner, but I think Cincinnati's defense and that secondary is still pretty pretty tough. I see the over because I saw what Temple did with Houston last week. Yeah, Houston defense is garbage, though, Mark. They put up a ton of points. Yep. Hey, dude, hey. They put up a ton of points. They they put up they put up thirty six and fifty four the last two weeks I agree, but man this Cincinnati defense is not Houston and it's not USF, so I feel you. Um, hey, so I think Cincinnati they have a good enough offense as well. They, they can, do, they, they do over the over under on over, I believe. Yeah. So it shouldn't be that is that big of an issue. Yeah, hey, I, I I mean I can see where you want to go with fifty one there. I can see it. I. I uh, it's a dreary day, maybe there in Philly. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm feeling. Um, Iowa, Minnesota, the battle, you know, for the Floyd Rosendale there. Oh, God. At home for many. Yeah. Rode a boat, Scotty Ma. Two and a half point favorite for many there. The over under on a Iowa game. 32 and a half this time, Mark. 
<laughs> That's for sure. I, I don't want to get involved with the total, although 32.5 is tempting, but Minnesota has been at times disappointing offensively. I'd get Minnesota money line. Yeah, I agree. I actually think I'd take Minnesota minus 2.5 as well. Yeah. That's, that might as well be money. It's not, but it, it might as well be. Um, yeah. Another 4 o'clock here, West Kentucky-Auburn. Any interest in uh, laying 5.5 with Auburn there? I kind of like yeah. it. I kind of like it. Yeah. I think they got better athletes. Like Cadillac Williams got them playing hard. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at FanDuel. It's up to six and a half. I feel like it's going to keep rising, too. If you like the Hilltoppers, wait wait till late, you know? Give me Cadillac. He's gone and motivated. Did you see that post-game press conference? Yes, I did. That was very motivating. If you don't want to run through a brick wall after that, you don't have a don't have a soul, Mark. You don't have a soul. I was about to say something bad. <laughs> I'll save you, man. I'll try. I'll try my best. Um, hey, one other one here, real quick, here before you get to the night, the night window. Any interest in laying twenty-one points with North Carolina at home at Old Keenan Stadium against Georgia Tech? I think Georgia Tech will cover. And if we're speaking about interest, I think Cal Stanford. Will Who be you like that? Okay. Forty-six. <laughs> over it's forty-six. The it's the game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I I get where you're going with over forty-six. So let's yeah. get to the night window here, Mark. Wilcox um, has to do something with Cal. So. They do. They really do, man. Wilcox is too good a coach to be in this spot with them. I feel like right now. And Stanford. They're trying to figure out a way to fire Shaw at this point. More than likely, um, with, without a doubt. Uh, you know, now getting uh, kind of out of the <clears> – <throat> all right. So heading, heading up to uh, the night games here, Mark, Williams-Brice, a little sandstorm action going to be just blaring throughout that stadium. Number five. Tennessee comes to town to take on the Gamecocks, man. Do the Cox have a shot to cover that 21-and-a-half-point spread? My answer is absolutely not. I think Tennessee's going to roll in this one. I think Tennessee's going to roll, and I'm going with the over on this one. Yeah, I mean, 66, South Carolina helps you a little bit with Spencer Rattler. Tennessee's going to put up a lot of points. Crazy numbers, yeah. Yeah. Hey, roll. A hooker at the height, Mark. Hooker at the height. Yeah. So, look up who doesn't like the hooker to hide. The hooker at the height there with the uh, Tennessee man, and they're playing football good football. The at the before, yeah, <laughs> they're playing good football, man. They really are. Um, and now South Carolina has kind of dipped a little bit since they got in the rankings. Roll with the Vols, a little rocky top. You'll always be Spencer home sweet right. home to me. Take take Tennessee. I don't think that's one that you should question too much. I mean, hey, could a backdoor situation develop there? Could South Carolina be a little friskier at home? Potentially. So maybe over's the safer play, though. Uh, yeah, I'm going, still going over. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I mean, hey, I lean Tennessee, too, but hey, over's probably safer the two if you're going to if you're going to make me Tennessee pick. did against Missouri last week. They, they were up by, what, 30 points, and they still punched in for a touchdown. Just for shits and giggles, so. Yeah, I'm with you. That hypo's not leaving anything out there on the field this year. <laughs> hey, another another coach that Love might might do that in a situation if given the opportunity, and that's the lane train down there at Old Miss for the Hotty Toddy Rebels. There, they go to Arkansas this weekend. Don't think it's going to be as cold. Two Ole Miss is a two and a half point head. favorite. Yep. Two and a half. I love the Rebels in this one. Yeah, easy, easy. I don't know if I say easy, Mark, but I think Arkansas put a lot into that game last week with LSU. But I I will bet the under, though, under 63 and a half. I agree, and I've got it sitting at 64 there on SEC Network. I'm with you on that, Mark. I am with you there. Jackson Dart playing good, but that Ole Miss defense is a lot better than people give credit for it, and they love to run the football this year. So does Arkansas, and Arkansas has got a little situation with K.J. Jefferson. 
you know, is he going to play or not? He didn't play last week. And, and, and the quarterback that came in there, uh, Hopkins did a pretty good job, ran all over the field. Um, it was, was kind of interesting to see. So I'm with you on that being an under game, though, for sure. Um, another night game there, Bedlam, potentially the last time we'll ever see it, Mark. Uh, or last time for a while, let's be real. It's going to happen again eventually. People will come That's to their senses. Backyard ball. Yeah, it'll come. they'll come to their senses. It's on ABC. Oklahoma State is a seven-and-a-half-point dog against Oklahoma. What we just saw of Oklahoma and their favorite by seven-and-a-half? Total 66. No Where are we going there? That makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, Oklahoma State, they've had a bad few weeks for sure. They still got a potent offense. They got a good defense. I think Oklahoma State should run away with this one. I kind of tend to agree, but it makes you wonder, you know? It really does. Um, Oh, you know something. Well, maybe they're thinking Oklahoma comes back and bounces back off the disappointing loss in Morgantown. They're home. Maybe a little question about Spencer Sanders' health. Uh, Eddie Gray's been running the ball real well for Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State's defense has been kind of eh of late. Who knows? Yeah, I, I I just don't trust seven and a hook. Though. That's too big. That's too big. Yeah, yeah. Um, so another night game there in the Big Twelve: Texas Tech, Iowa State. The Red Raiders are a three and a half point dog on the road. Jack Trice at night. I I think Iowa State might get this win and continue this charge toward being a bowl team this year. Yeah, I'm going Iowa State money line. I think they're a good team from what I saw. Whenever they played West Virginia two weeks ago, they were a really solid team, underrated. And I think Campbell can coach them up. Texas Tech, they have their weak spots. So I'm going Iowa State money line on this one. Yeah, I'm with you on that, Mark. I, I, I tend to lean Iowa State for sure. Deckers, could you imagine two more contrasting teams in terms of their style? I mean, going to be a wild thing to watch uh, come Saturday. I might just kind of flip in there here and there just because it's like that's very interesting, even though the SEC games are great in the Bedlam as well. We'll um, that here in about a year whenever uh, we have Rich Rodriguez. <laughs> uh, who knows? Hey, another night game that I will take a look at there, Boise going to Wyoming. Wyoming's a 14-point dog at home. Total's 44. Give me Wyoming plus 14. They're like my rice for you, buddy. We kind of fell in love with them there when Craig Bowl and Josh Allen were making plays. They're not necessarily a team that, like, you get dazzled with when you look at them, but they just win, Mark. They just win. Uh, Presley does just enough. Excuse me, <laughs> Peasley does just enough at quarterback for him. And Swin, they run the ball pretty well. Their defense is tough, man. I think Wyoming will cover that spread, and they might win it on the field. Plus 430 on the money line if you're interested there, Mark. I've got to go with Wyoming because, and I'm not sure this will make the final cut, but I got drunk as hell and Laramie, Wyoming one night. Oh, Mark, it makes the cut, buddy. Laramie's fun. Great time. <laughs> I love I've been to Jackson Hole, Yellowstone, everywhere. I love Wyoming. So yeah, <laughs> hey, you know it's funny because like you look at their scores and it's like I could see why they're thinking that they barely beat Colorado State, they barely beat Hawaii, both on the road though. You know, so eh, who knows? But hey, take the Cowboys. They're five and one in the conference. They know how to win. Oh, they're yeah. gonna cover that spread. Um, who knows? Yeah, they, they might just come out and roll Boise there. Boise's off the blue. They're not the same team. So he had same since season left anyway. That's that's for sure. That's for sure. Harson kind of uh, started the downward spiral, and look at his downward spiral now at Auburn. Eight o'clock mark, primetime game. UCLA hosting USC. Lost a little luster with the loss UCLA took last week, but uh, man, cannot wait to see this one. The total sits at 76. USC's a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Give me UCLA, by the way. I think they bounce back big. I think what? Charbonnet and DTR will have a huge game against that Trojans defense. After 
I would have said this, I mean, if we were recording this last week, I would have said the exact same thing. But after what I saw with UCLA against Arizona, no chance in hell. USC and the under. Okay, so that bad offensively what you saw at UCLA. Okay, interesting, man. Um, Mark, 8 o'clock, ACC Network. Syracuse goes to Wake. I don't think many people are watching that as compared to the USC-UCLA game. Um, but do you, do you lay the points there with Wake? Ten-point favorites. At home. Wake's been on a little bit of a slide lately. Mm-hmm. So, I think they need a little kick in the ass. So, I think this might be their opportunity. I think um, Wake will win, but they'll cover four and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the, the... I think they'll win by a field goal. You think Wake will – okay, Wake will win by a field goal. So, Syracuse with the cover, um, 56 the total. Very, very interesting there. Uh, LSU's a 14-and-a-half point favorite at home against UAB at 9 o'clock. That's really kind of a low number there. Kind of want to say I get involved with LSU there. I think they kind of had their bad game there last week against Arkansas. I think they'll be ready to play. This is not the same UAB. This is not your Bill Clark Dragon Blazers yeah, squad. Yeah. Play the over. On yeah. You, Washington's back up to the polls of 17th. They host Colorado, 31 points. Don't want to get involved, but just want to tell people it's 31 points because that's nuts. Um, Mark, last last game here, really, other than if you really want to dive into Hawaii, which I might let you because you've already we, talked about we Hawaii. Have to, we have to. <laughs> Plenty. We got to dive into Hawaii. Yep. Utah, Oregon, number 10 Utes against the number 12 Ducks there at Alton. Utah's actually a two-point favorite on the road, so people really kind of down on Oregon after that loss last week and the way Lanning went for it on fourth down. Total sits at 61 in the hook. I don't want to touch this game, really, but if I would, I think I lean under. I think both defenses will kind of get there, although I took a, a terrible play last week with Utah's uh, – second half total and it bit me bad so maybe I should stay away from the youth altogether I love Cam Rising, love Bo Nix 61 and a half seems like a lot of points this might be a spot where you kind of look at it and see if it's a slow start and then jump on an end game over potentially because both teams can score points It's both teams kind of have have some defensive ability and playmakers but they don't seem to, to have it all together on the defensive side, Utah's a little closer to doing that than Oregon but, man, going to be a great game Saturday night. Can't wait to watch it. I'm not sure Utah has anything together because uh, they have won by the skin of their teeth for probably, what, five of their games. And I think Oregon's going to come in. They're going to come in with a little pissed-off attitude. And they're playing Austin. So... That'll be a difference maker. Well, Mark, you can get them plus 100 on the money line and plus two with the Ducks, man. I'm going plus two Ducks. I mean, quack, quack. I can I can feel you on that. I, I, I can see where you're going with that. I mean, Bo Nix is I, very, very God good. God love my friends in Utah. I've been to the Utah game against Washington State. Beautiful area, beautiful stadium, and I just wanted to go to Washington State game to see Mike oh, Leach. Mike Leach, see the pirate <laughs> yes, calling some yes. stuff in. <laughs> hey, Mark, let me let me ask you this real quick, though. Yeah. Your biggest – is there going to be a big upset this weekend? Do you have one? Ooh. Okay. Look through real quick. Like, best spot to see one. You know what I mean? I mean, I think Baylor's probably the best spot. I think Morgantown's a, a decent spot for one. Uh, but I feel like there's going to be one monumental one because there's not anywhere we really feel like we're going to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I love my guy, Gibby. But Louisville over NC State. 
Okay. I mean, that's 24, though. You got anything a little a little more risque for me? <laughs> you want to get risky? You want to get frisky? Give, 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 me something, give me something crazy. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weird. We could see TCU going down at Baylor. I think we could see West Virginia beating uh, Kansas State. I think. I could see. I think also Illinois can maybe knock off Michigan. Being a little bit soft, not really taking Georgia Tech. Ooh, okay. Interesting, Mark. I'm going Georgia Tech there. Hey, and if if only. My crazy. crazy Yeah. Your crazy, your crazy potential upset of the week. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, also. If we could only get the weather that we got in action tonight with that blizzard there in in uh out there oh, in, in Chippewa in Chippewa land there in Mount Pleasant, that old Kelly Short Stadium in that battle for the cannon. I mean, could we get that somewhere that else this weekend, please? Yeah, Hawaii. We still gotta fix the Hawaii game. <laughs> I just want that weather somewhere, Mark. T- <laughs> tell me what you're picking in that Hawaii game, buddy. Well, Hawaii's a ten and a half underdog against UNLV, and over under six five and a half. I'm going over. Hawaii started to get into their rhythm, and they're starting to score points. They've been over the last three weeks. Give me Hawaii. On the okay, open. Timmy Chang starting to crank, crank that offense up a little bit. Yeah, rest All in right. peace, Cole Brennan. Okay, okay, I, I hear you, Mark. Well, hey, brother, that's the schedule. It's going to be a fun weekend of college football. We're, I mean, this one's not as kind of crucial as next week and the week after, but I feel like this is the one where it kind of sneaks up on us and something crazy happens that really shakes up the playoff picture for sure. Come on back, enjoy some college football this weekend, and 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 really uh, eat it up because there's not much left, you know. Not much left, huh. and here comes the money. Here comes the money. Here we go, money talk. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money,